Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody? We're back again. The energy scared Chasey J. It did. I've been sitting in this chair <laughs> quietly talking to him for the past 20 minutes. But now it's pod time. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PSO Sports One and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Twitch TV, Spotify, you know, all that stuff that we barely use. Uh, follow, follow it all. Uh, follow. Uh, PSO Caleb at twitch.tv because it's been popping in there lately. Twitch. We're going TV off slash on Twitch. PSO Caleb. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know why visitors. I said we. It's you. You're the one. You're the most you're a charismatic. You're the most charismatic person in the podcast. Yeah. You're just taking off. I knew it was going to happen in Twitch. I knew it was a matter of time. You're a mod. You're a part of it. Yeah. Right? I, I say you enforce that, the rules, even though I, I think the rules need to be enforced on you more, yeah, more than I was anything. about to say. If I wasn't a mod, I would have been banned by now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at least Nightbot. Yeah. <laughs> Nightbot doesn't like you. Uh, no. Okay. So, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the NFL draft a little bit. And we're going to talk about we're kind of winding down on the NBA season. And by kind of winding down, I mean we have a week left. So. Things are happening, and things are about to get serious, and there's nothing I love more than the NBA playoffs, so I'm very excited to talk about it. Very excited to do a podcast. We don't do this like, Yeah, you sound like a very excited man right now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you I said am very excited, excited like three times. <laughs> there's still, I'm going to make it four. I'm very fucking excited, too. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're all excited. Let's go. <laughs> all right. What do you want to start with? Well, let's start with the fact that the NFL draft was completed last Thursday, and it took us over a week to make a podcast about it. That's all right. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. We operate uh, on our own time. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch the draft live, or did you just no follow up? I no, didn't watch didn't. the draft live. I probably no, not probably. I definitely played Call of Duty while I had the picks showing up on my phone to, wow. to my left. So I can honestly say this was one of my favorite drafts. Probably my favorite since the Baker Mayfield Lamar Jackson. That one, it was yeah, really one. cool. It was entertaining, uh, and yeah. So 
I mean, do you want to go through the, the, the top 15? Do you want to go through the biggest steal? What do you want to do? Uh, I mean, we could do both. All right. Well, let me just – I'm a pretty quick reader here. So, with the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars took Mac Jones, uh, quarterback Alabama. <laughs> just kidding. That didn't happen. I kept making that joke. Nathan was texting me. He's like, don't spoil the draft. I'm going to miss the first couple picks. And I was like, oh, Mac went one. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I thought I, <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to know or not. <laughs> but no, Mac Jones didn't go one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence went one to the Jaguars. Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU, went to the Jets. You got Trey Lance going to the 49ers. Big pickup there. Uh, the Falcons got Kyle Pitts. That's another big pickup. Pick Cincinnati took Jamar Chase. Uh, first off, why the fuck are we making me read this? Are you, I'm going to mess up somebody's name. But You I'm want me to going. read it? No, no, no. Miami Dolphins took uh, Jalen Waddell uh, with the sixth pick. Detroit oh, Lions took Panay Sewell. That's perfect. I think it's Sewell. T- Sewell? I think, yeah, I think. I think but I, I could be wrong, so I don't know. Um, and then the Carolina <laughs> Panthers took uh, J.C. Horn. Is it J.C.? Yeah, it's J.C. Okay. Um, and then you got uh, Denver at number nine took uh, Patrick Sertain. The second. Eagles took Devontae Smith. The Bears took Justin Fields. Dallas took Micah Parsons. Uh, the Chargers took Rashawn Slater. The <laughs> Jets took uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. And New England. Park. New England took Mac Jones. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I did a very good job. And that's the 15 picks. Um, mainly because you don't need to hear me just read everybody's name from the trap. That's, that's not entertaining. But... Yeah, the top 15 picks were one of the most interesting, uh, I guess it turned into an hour, basically, because they had, fuck, who was the team that, or the the place, the the concert that they had? Who was performing? I think it was Kings of Leon or some shit. I don't know. In 2021, Kings of Leon had a concert at the NFL draft? I think it was Kings of Leon. I don't know, but they dragged that shit on. It was (laughs) I'm sure they did. I was like, it was like seven fifteen before they even put the Jaguars on the clock. Which also, I think I, I I'm gonna like throw this out here. I don't think the f- number one pick in the NFL draft should have a fucking timer. I think you should just give them your pick because you don't need ten extra minutes after like, no, well, shit, might change my mind here. No, you've had the whole fucking off season. Yeah, that's just how the draft should start. You just announce yeah. the first pick and then you go. I agree. Um, so out of the, you know, first, second, even third, fourth round, I don't care. What was your biggest steal you think in the NFL draft, uh, that happened last week? Well, I mean, shout out to all my Notre Dame guys. Notre Dame had like nine guys get picked, I think off the top of my head. Shout out to all of them. Uh, oh, offensive line university. Um, also had a couple, also had a couple, uh, uh, guys get picked up. Uh, UDFA's uh, Chris Fink got signed to the Chiefs. Did he? Good for Fink. I didn't know praying, that. Good praying for him. that, praying that Patty likes him because that would be Fink. awesome. That would be awesome. Um, but I don't know. Here, here's my thing. I, I, I'm gonna pick a big name guy mainly because those are the only ones I know. And number two, it's because it's Justin Fields at number eleven to the Chicago Bears. <clears throat> I think that's a steal. Um, I've got a I've got a colored history on this podcast with this theory that we watch these guys in college for so long and then the draft comes and then we tend to pick them apart 
and they fall in the draft. And I think that's what happened to Justin Fields. I think we saw so much of him um, at Georgia and Ohio State, um, and he played well pretty much the whole damn time. And people just towards the end, they're like, eh, I like Zach Wilson better. Eh, I like Trey Lance better. Um, I don't think I don't think Justin Fields is a bust. I just I don't think he is. I think at his worst, he's I mean, is he worse than Mitch Trubisky? Like there I don't think that's possible. I I mean, is he worse than is he worse than Nick Foles? Is he worse than Andy Dalton? Like I don't think so. I at, at his worst, I think he's right on par with all those guys. So um I don't think he busts. Uh I think he's gonna be around for a while. But I I definitely go with Justin Fields. Uh, I actually have a question. When do you think he's gonna play? Ooh. Uh well they got the red rocket. Andy yeah. Dalton, and they tweeted the picture of him QB one. Yeah, and he said, hey, "Did you see he came out on like uh, I think it was either Sports Center or ESPN, like on their Twitter, and he was like, yeah, I signed with them expecting to start.' It's like, oh no, shit, we know <laughs> that. Oh. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's one of the main reasons why I signed with the team. It's like, all right, cool, dude, be a good quarterback and you will fucking start. You know, like that's all you have to do." Over under, over under week eight, nine. Over under under week nine. I'm saying like week five. Really? Andy Dalton sucked, and he was healthy for the Cowboys. They still have foals. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't think it matters. I don't know. I think so. I'm almost positive they do. Foles has a fat fucking contract, so yeah. So Foles is just a third stringer coming in, and then it's just up to Andy Dalton to suck. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> that you know, there's death taxes and Andy Dalton thrown to a wide open <laughs> corner. So <laughs> I mean, I think Justin Fields will get in early. Especially like after I mean, I was a big advocate for Andy Dalton for a long time, but after watching him in Dallas with you know, he had Amari yeah. and Zeke and I mean a they're kind of a shadow of themselves now, but that O line's still there. The defense is bad, but he still didn't do anything spectacular. He did nothing I- good in that Dallas run. Well, you look at, you look at, and I don't want to compare him to Dak because Dak is clearly, I and obviously far and away better, but yes. you look at what Dak was doing before he got hurt in like four games. He was like on pace to break every passing record. Yeah. It's like the offense is just like a Ferrari. And that, that was, that was my favorite cowherd, uh, cowherdism back in the day. He, he was always like Andy Dalton's driving a Ferrari and he's just simply not crashing it. Uh, he fucking crashed the hell out of it last year. Uh, they, they were, they were bad. Um, but I, I think there's a world where fields, I think there's a world where they're like, he's not ready. And they just sit him until like week 12. That would be the most Chicago thing ever. I saw a tweet and it was like, uh, Justin Fields, congratulations on going to the Chicago bears. You were officially the greatest Chicago bear quarterback of all time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it took was him to get drafted. Name That's one funny. good fucking Chicago Bear quarterback. It, it's yeah. got to be Jay Jay Cutler's maybe your best, other than Jim it's McMahon. Tough, Jim Jay McMahon Cutler. in the seventies. Jay Cutler didn't even like football. Cutler, you had Kyle Orton for a year. Rex <laughs> Grossman took you to a fucking Super Bowl. It might be Mitch. Mitch, yeah, I forgot about Mitch. He's so <laughs> shitty. I forgot about him. You know, <laughs> Chicago's a, been just eluding quarterbacks for so damn long. And now they got Justin Fields. I would not be surprised if they said, hey, we're going to sit you a year. Just say yeah. fuck it. But, no, I hope they don't. I think I think they'll end up starting them, especially if they're having a dumpster fire of a season with Andy Dalton controlling the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, 
I don't know. I'm always for those guys playing right away. I, maybe it's not always the best idea, but obviously we're fans. We want to see it. Yeah. Uh, who's but your shout steal? Shout out to Chicago for jumping up and taking that. Oh, absolutely. You had to do it. I New mean, Orleans was trying falling. to trade up too. Well, they said that New Orleans. New Orleans was. Yeah, it was New Orleans, and then there was one other team. I think. Uh, was it New England or? Or it had to be New New England had to be in on it, or maybe they wanted Mac the whole time. I don't know. Yeah, they'll say that they wanted Mac the whole time. Also, I mean, I can't believe Denver passed up on him. I maybe guess they Denver's were the going, other team. Oh well, they're at nine. Yeah, they're at nine. They could have took him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't maybe know. they'll trade for Rogers. Oh, oh, I can't God. skip too far ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my biggest steal. I mean, I, I think I'm gonna go on the defensive side. Everybody knows I really don't know much about defense at all. Defensive players are kind of like offensive linemen to me, except I actually love offensive linemen. So, like, I know so offensive linemen. like it at all? I know offensive linemen like normal people don't. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that didn't make any sense. I don't Just, fucking know. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with Micah Parsons. I think Dallas's defense was has been absolutely horrendous, and that motherfucker is a scary dude. He ran a 4.5. He's 265 pounds. Think about that. There's a That's lot like of scary a, men in the NFL. Gonna, yeah, yeah, and he fits right in. Like, yeah. I mean, if he you know stays healthy, I think he can really help this Dallas uh, defense because that Dallas defense is god awful. They need god it. awful. And, and Sean Lee it. retired, right? Yeah, Sean Lee's yeah. gone. So I think Micah's that I, that was just like a you know very f- like few times are you like damn they really hit that pick like nail on the head. Uh, I really like that one. That one and the charges taken Slater, Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Uh, if you know me, you know I love offensive tackles. I love them. They're my favorite. And adding to the O line when you have a young quarterback is also one of my favorite fucking things that a team could do. Because you need to protect the guy, or you end up like Joe Burrow. That's what happens. You don't have a line, you get the shit knocked out of you. So, and I thought Rashawn Slater was better than uh, Sewell, but I think they're both going to be really good. And, yeah, those are my two, I guess, steals of the draft, even though I was only supposed to come up with one. Um, So, well, you're, you love when they pair young quarterbacks with offensive linemen, so should the Bengals have taken Jamar Chase? Yes. Oh, wait, no. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, I thought you were going to say should they have taken a lineman. Uh, no, they shouldn't have taken Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, first off, I mean, he – was absolutely incredible in 2019. He didn't play last year because uh, he opted out for COVID reasons and everything, which completely fine. You know, I understand you don't want to put certain family members, everything else in the situation. So that's not why I'm dogging the pick. I do think that Cincinnati needs weapons, but at the same time, Weapons won't fucking matter if you're getting bum-rushed and Joe Burrow doesn't have time to throw the ball. Joe Burrow got hurt getting blindside tackled, and he fell on his leg. He broke, he completely shattered his ACL. That's what happened to Joe Burrow. So wouldn't you want to protect him? Like, I hate the Jets. Absolutely hate the Jets. They took, or I hate what they do. I don't care about the team. They took Zach Wilson, so what do they do late or in the middle of the first round? They trade up and get uh, Vera Tucker from USC, a guard, to protect Zach Wilson. 
So at least it's like, hey, you know, Zach Wilson sucks, but at least he has time to throw an interception. Yeah. You know, like at least he, we know that he's not, you know, getting Mark Bolger out there where Mark Bolger's not that bad of a quarterback, but he looks absolutely horrible because he's just running around with his fucking head cut off because he doesn't have an offensive line anymore. You know, you you can't have a good quarterback if you don't have a good line unless you're Seattle with Russell Wilson. So I would have took an offensive lineman, but I do understand the need for wide receivers since A.J. Green's not there anymore. He's gone, right? Or did he resign? Uh, Anyways, no, I don't think he's not even, there. Yeah, he's not I, there. I'm pretty sure he left. And even so, I mean, he's an old. Isn't he in Arizona? Yeah, he's in Arizona. I just looked it up. Um, but I just don't see the point of taking, I, I see the point, but I don't think it addresses the big picture thing, which is Joe Burrow literally got hurt because your offensive line sucked. And now it's the same. I, I don't get it. Well, uh, I saw a lot of people mad about this pick. That makes sense. Uh, obviously, you know, the easier pick would have been Sewell. Oh yeah. Uh, but they did take two linemen. Uh, I looked it up. I didn't know either of the linemen, but they took two linemen later in the draft. That's good. Um, and I think I, I, Joe Burrow has the potential to be a generational guy. So if you can get his boy from college who ain't no freaking slouch, can I remind you that Jamar Chase was the number one wide receiver taken off the board before a Heisman winner, before two Alabama guys like – this guy is the and real he didn't deal. Play here. <clears throat> like he's going to have an immediate impact on this team. He he's he might lead the team in pass like passes caught. Who who knows? Um, cause they have T Higgins. Um, they ditch AJ Green's old ass. John Ross. John Ross is not there anymore. Oh, he's not. He went to somewhere else, Detroit maybe. Oh, he he he's not there. But I like the chase good, pick. Though. I like, I like the chase pick. Uh, apparently, Burrow knew about it a couple days before, so this this was obviously a thing where they came to Burrow and they were like, "Hey, you know, you want Chase?" They they obviously weighed their options, and he was like, "Yeah, I I do want Jamar Chase." So, um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to work out well. Hopefully, the two linemen they took later uh, work out. Um, I think they are a young team going in the right direction. I don't know about their head coach, Zach Taylor. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about him. I, I think he's fine, maybe. I don't know if he's going to take him over the top, but who knows. I'm pretty sure he is a McVay disciple. So, um, I don't know. I don't mind the pick, though. Uh, I saw a lot of people upset about it. Um, but, I mean, it's Joe Burrow's guy. And guess what? That's what's going to sell him some fucking tickets. Joe Burrow throwing make to Jamar him, Chase. you got to make like, him happy. That'll make him re-up with you, too, if you guys suck ass for a certain amount of years. And they're selling a million times more Jamar Chase jerseys than they would Penny Sewell. So that I, I like the pick. True. But like what if Penny Sewell turns into like a Quentin Nelson? I don't know. Then Quentin Nelson's, those jerseys are all over the fucking place in Indianapolis. Everybody keeps saying that. Nobody is fucking Quentin Nelson. That doesn't happen. I, I, I think Nobody. it can happen. Quentin, Nobody's uh, Quentin Nelson. He's not built like. He's like the best tackle in the league. And he you know has why? Because he, he came out of ND. He came out of ND. That's why he's the best. He came the- out of O lineman U. That's right. Okay. Okay. So let's get into let's get into the the, the good stuff here. Zach Lan- Zach Wilson Trey Lance. I, I thoughts. What do thoughts? we think? 
I like Trey Lance a lot. Okay. I really love Trey Lance. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. What? The only footage I have watched of Trey Lance is him in fucking shorts. So, <laughs> same with Zach Wilson. I see these guys throwing on the run in their workouts throwing on their pro day, dimes. and and Twitter's just Twitter's just fucking. They're like, oh yeah. They're like, look at that Zach Wilson throw in shorts to a wide open guy with absolutely zero defenders on the field. They're like, oh yeah. And then Trey Lance, I know nothing yards, about. Though. North Dakota State. I mean, FCS. I, I I don't know. I don't know about either of these guys, but they went two and three. So, you know. Don't, hey, hold on. Put some respect on North Dakota State. Those motherfuckers hey, are winning the championship hey, every year at FCS. Absolutely. Absolutely. All I'm saying is I know nothing about either of these cats. Zach Wilson looks like a TikTok star. He might be the prettiest guy I've ever seen. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Can this guy take a hit to the face from Khalil Mack? I don't know. My mess is Khalil. His up. mom was smoking hot, too. Holy shit. God Just good damn. genes, I guess. Uh, I started doing the big dog bark whenever he, he was backstage. <laughs> so so you're a Trey Lance guy. Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm putting really the stamp like on your forehead, so when he sucks, I'm coming for you. Okay, oh, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> He's not my favorite quarterback out of this draft. I do like him, though, uh, even though he only played two games last year. Um but he's he's just a stocky guy. He's built good and he throws the ball well and he's played for North Dakota State, which is a proven winning uh program, which is always good. Now he's going to a, a formerly winning program in the 49ers. I just like his situation a lot more. Did you hear? Oh wait, you didn't watch the draft. Mel Kiper absolutely obliterated Zach Wilson whenever he got fucking drafted. He's like, "Well, Zach Wilson, he can hit somebody. He can hit somebody. Yeah, that's for sure. He's three and five against Power Five schools. Uh, he's very inaccurate. He's throwing more interceptions. He's just absolutely destroying him." And I was like, "All right, this sounds like it's a good pick, dude." He's that's like, like, "He really that's hasn't like, played anybody." That's like, dude, the Jets are just like a homeless person on the side of the road, and Mel Kiper just like got out of his car and kicked him. Oh yeah, shit. he's like, the guy that door checks him whenever he's driving by. <laughs> All right, so you're a Trey Lance guy. I know nothing about Zach Wilson. Should they both have been picked before Justin Fields? No. Or Mac or Mac no. Jones. Or Mac Jones. No. No. You like Mac better than both of them? I would take Trey Lance over Mac. Okay. But I think it's close. I think okay. the fact I mean, you hit the nail right on the head earlier, whenever it's like we see these guys so much that we just kind of like get Pick decent. Them apart. Yeah, we're like, all right. It's like how Giannis isn't going to win the MVP in the NBA this year. He's having a better season. He's having his best season of his career, and he's a two-time MVP. Shouldn't he win fucking again? They're a top three seed. Why aren't they? Why isn't he winning again? It's the same thing here. When it's like, hey, Justin Fields, you did too good, but guess what? Name a good Ohio State quarterback <laughs> ever that went in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. So you're not better than the guy that only played two games last year and the other dude that looked like he was on a Disney Channel cartoon. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, So Mac Daddy to the Pats. Yeah. This is Billy B's guy? He oh, it him? has to be. This is him. This is – I think – Billy was so fucking happy when he got this pick. Billy was he, drooling on his laptop with his dog next to him. This is like if you were married to a hot blonde and you got divorced and you got some semi-average blonde and you started dating her right after. You're just happy. Like all she's this, a lot younger. Yeah, she's a lot younger. She, she might be little, more flexible. She's got a little more pep in her step. She's a little more pepper step. She likes your friends. You know, it's like, all right. 
You know, this is going really well. But sometimes, sometimes those women cheat on you. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. So over under six Super Bowls for Mac Jones. Oh, it's got to be over. It's got to be. You see that it's picture got- with his freaking shirt off and he's built like a hamburger? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, he's got the fucking stogie in his mouth. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. He's got to at least win six. And the the viral video of him walking up when he got picked was hysterical. <laughs> him just waddling up to the stage. I don't know. Um, way back, uh, way back, like months and months and months ago, our buddy Joe Baker, big big Pats fan, big Alabama fan. We always make fun of him because he's a. We always think he's a bandwagon, but he uh, he watches a ton of Alabama. And I was like, so Mac Jones, like he ain't a first round pick, right? He's like, yeah, he's a first round pick. I was like, I bet you twenty bucks he doesn't get picked in the first round. So he made the bet. And then I immediately went to my phone, and I said, I, I searched Mac Jones NFL mock draft, and it said he could go fourth overall. So <laughs> I'm clearly like, I've watched Mac Jones. I watch. I don't watch a ton of college football. I watch the big games. So I've watched Mac Jones. I mean, he seems like a fairly accurate guy. Uh, he seems like he responds well in the pocket. Um, he's Good not game too manager. quick. Yeah, I, I hesitate to say that because. How are you going to be a game manager that gets picked 15th overall? Like, that's not good. Alex Smith was the first overall pick. He's one of the best game managers yeah, but, I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, but when when he was picked, were they like, he's a game manager? <laughs> yeah. that's. A, I feel like that's a, always an Alabama Alabama quarterback. Mac, McElroy, McCarron, they're all good game managers. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I didn't think... I wasn't my point in saying all that was I didn't think like Mac was this like far and away sure thing first round talent quarterback. I never thought that. I but thought that could was. just me being dumb. Uh we talk about driving a Ferrari. I mean that guy played for Alabama. Like yeah. I, I I mean the whatever is the best supercar in the world, multiply that by 10 and that's Alabama to college football. Uh I mean, he he has elite elite support at every single position on the field. So it is going to be fun to see him on the Pats. And the Pats spent a ton of money this mm-hmm. year. He's got to work with Cam Newton, who they don't play very similar at all. No, so and that's going to be interesting. Cam can't throw more than twenty yards. Yeah, Cam one hops receivers on fucking ten yard stop routes. Uh, so I'm interested. Yeah, COVID to dude. See yeah, yeah. He uh, has he had has he has he had COVID for three years? Did he bring it to the <laughs> Cam country? Cam had it before anybody else had it. <laughs> Did he bring it to the country from China? <clears throat> uh, but I don't know. Uh, when when does Mac Jones play? Uh, I I would probably go if you're doing the over under week eight thing. I'm no, going no, no. Over. I, I'm setting it. I'm setting a new one. Uh, week five. Cam Newton's getting hurt, over. bro. He's getting hurt. No, I think Cam's gonna stay healthy. I think he's just gonna suck ass. What? I think he's going to stay healthy. But he's if they if they ass. suck, Billy Billy don't want to suck again. Billy yeah. been sucking. All right. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I like Mac. I like him. You know, if he would have went three, I wouldn't have liked him. But he went fifteen, so I like Mac Jones. He's a project. Let him be a project. Let Cam go. Is he out a there. project? He's a project. Why he's is he a, a project? project? Because you got to take time with him. But I feel like the skills he has. Are already like I don't know how much he can improve on them. I don't want to say he's stealing doubt, but like it, it's they just gonna see, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if he can mesh his way 
into an NFL offense. If they play, if they're playing bad, I feel like this team, if they play well, or they're they're a playoff team now with how much money that Bill Belichick spent in the offseason, but it's solely based off how well Mac Jones plays when he comes in. Because Cam's not going to lead you to the playoffs. I know he almost did. What'd they go, 7-9 to nine or some shit? But, I mean, I don't think they have really good receivers. They got two good running backs now. They got a decent O-line, and their defense is coming back. So it's like, okay, they got a team. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I really want to rush Mac Jones. And I feel like Mac Jones is literally you flicking a coin up in the air and, you know, lands on heads, his career is going to be great. He lands on tails, he's Johnny Manziel. I wouldn't be surprised with either or. So I think Mac Jones is probably the most complicated quarterback out of this entire draft. I think he I don't I don't think that. What do you think he's a guarantee? No. You think he's an L? I think I think at his worst he's a backup for six years. I mean That's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. For a first round pick, fifteenth overall, yeah, that's bad. Josh Rosen's like a practice squad. So you Josh think he's Rosen. a little bit you think he's a little bit better than Rosen? No, I said <laughs> he's a backup. He's second string. But I don't know, Mac. Mac could. I mean, it's New England, bro. We've seen magical shit happen. So true. He he could go in and tear the world apart. Like that's a very a very good possibility. But I don't know. We'll see. How do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to play first year in Jacksonville? <laughs> One in fifteen, Jacksonville. I think we might. I think it's going to be a little like Joe Burrow, but not like almost lead the league in passing yards. Uh, no. I think he'll do solid. I mean, he's Trevor Lawrence. Like this guy has Urban succeeded. Meyer. This guy has succeeded at literally every level he's ever played. He has never lost a regular season football game. Do you know this? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So when he plays for the, it, it'll be the first time he's lost a regular season football game since like before high school or some shit. He doesn't have the most wins in wins in college football history, though. You know which quarterback does? I have no idea. Boise State. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore went fifty and three. Suck on that, Trevor. How do you like that? Trevor five, had another year, bro. Five ten. Kellen Moore, baby. Did yeah. Kellen Moore played four seasons, right? He's the OC in okay. Dallas now. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> At okay. twenty eight years old. Uh, I mean, Trevor's, 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 Trevor. You know, yeah. I, th- I think he's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, they got some guys. He's going to hit them. Um, can they protect him? We'll see. He's definitely going to be better than Minshew. Um, I think it'll be good. I don't know if he's going to be a superstar. I don't know. Don't it's it's so hard Minshew. with the quarterbacks. But I think Minshew's good. I was okay. living down that hill. I live oh, and die well, on it. You're almost dead. So no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the hill is almost dead. How about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, out of the wide receivers that were taken in the draft, which ones are you? I mean, so Devontae Smith literally was a Heisman winning wide receiver. <laughs> He won the Heisman. He yeah. fucking put up insane stats. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the draft rolls around. And what do we do? We bring out the skeletons. Devontae Smith bro. is 130 pounds. <laughs> Devontae Smith can't even gra- grab stuff off the top shelf. <laughs> he runs fast, sure. But can he get uh, hit? Devontae Smith got traded or uh, drafted by Philly. So he's going to be playing with Jalen Hurts. He got a little reunion there. What do you think about Devonta Smith? Do you think that the naysayers that were hating on him were right? Would you have taken Waddle above him and Chase? Where do you think he should have fallen this? Chase, no doubt. 
Waddle, I don't know. Waddle is like incredible. I don't know yeah. if you watched a lot of Jalen Waddle, but like he I just I, runs. I, I have a lot of Alabama fans, and they have told me nonstop that Waddle was better than Devontae Smith. He's like he's almost like Tyreek Hillish. Like he just runs past people, and you're just like, what? Like I'm supposed to catch this guy? Uh, Smith unfortunately gets paired with his college teammate Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So I don't know. That experiment was an experiment last year. It looks like they're going to go with it this year. I don't think – I don't know. Uh, I think it kind of depends on Jalen Hurts, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, when's the last time the – I feel like the Eagles struggle at wide receiver every year. They have the corpse of Alshon Jeffrey still, God. I believe. I could be wrong about that. Ten they finally ditched Deshaun Jackson. They ditch uh, Nelson Aguilar. He goes to the Raiders, and he's, like, good all of a sudden. Uh, he's on well, uh, New England now. Yeah, yeah. And Aguilar. then they had uh, – you remember Jordan Matthews? Oh, my God. Is he still there? No, that guy stunk. He, he's yeah, gone. He's bad. So they're kind of desperate for receiver help, so he's definitely better than what they got. Uh, and it's definitely going to provide Hurts some relief, which he may need. Um, if Smith can catch some balls run across the middle of the field, I think that'll really help. Uh, I don't know how good he's going to be. You, you notice I keep saying that. I don't know. I'm just trying yeah. to protect uh, well, myself I mean, I in the future. <laughs> what we figure out in any draft of any sport is that we don't know shit. It's random. We don't it's so random. Know. Yeah. People told it's... me Geno Smith was going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And I didn't listen to him, and thank God I didn't listen to him. <laughs> But this year, I'm saying Justin Fields is going to be really good. He could be absolutely horrible. I think yeah. Devonta Smith. I love Devonte. I think he's great. I think he's a great guy. He's a great receiver. But I don't know how well he's going to do. Which receiver do you think is going to have the best first year? Like goes out and immediately makes that impact. Do you, or who do you think set up in that situation to make the biggest impact year one? Chase. Chase, it's, uh, no, not you. <laughs> Unfortunately, not you. Uh, unfortunately, but it's I missed Chase. the chance to, to make Chase. the funniest fucking tweet of all time, and I was so pissed. What? What was you it? You want to hear it? <laughs> so it said ESPN just had the little headline that popped up the top, and it's like Chase gets drafted by uh, the Eagles. Chase goes to the Eagles. So yeah. I was going to screenshot it, but have like the little Pornhub. Like that, I was playing like a Pornhub song and be like, "Hey, hey, I got drafted. No shit. It would have oh been God. fucking hilarious." And I missed. You should have done that, bro. You should have done that. How do you feel about uh, Pitts going to Atlanta? I understand it. I think Matt Ryan's in the last year okay. of his contract. Wait, right there. That's what everyone says. I understand. I understand it. it. Does understand that mean it. it's the right pick? Because everybody's like, "I get it." It's I would have done like it. They hit it out of the park. I would have done it. I think I would have too. Everyone says he's the best player in the draft. Exactly. And this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've never heard people rave about this motherfucker. I mean, this is a guy that... Nobody's talking about Trevor Lawrence like this. People are talking about Kyle Pitts like he's freaking Jesus Christ. And, they're, I mean, Mel Kuyper immediately is comparing him to Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. And Bill Simmons is talking about how he's going to be one of those guys no matter what. It's just how good is he going to be? Is he going to be on that level or is he going to be right under that level? Which, guess what? Travis Kelsey and Gronk, if you're a little bit worse than them, is that a bad career? <laughs> yeah. No. Like, I mean, he's absolutely... He, it sounds like he's a really good guy. He looks yeah. like he was doing great stuff out there. He doesn't block worth a shit, but I understand it. Now you got Calvin Ridley, you got Julio, and you got Kyle Pitts. So, Matt Ryan, if you go out there and you go 6-10 and 10 again, it's time to fucking boot Scoot and Boogie out of Atlanta. We figured out the problem. And then well, you just get a quarterback next year. Well, they they may very well go 6-10. and 10. Yeah. Like, but Matt Ryan is probably going to throw like 35 touchdowns. I mean, I, I feel like it happens the same every year with them. I yeah. don't know. Besides the year they went to the Super Bowl. But, I mean, I feel like that was kind of the same as well because they just fucking blew their shit all over the field. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're, they're, they're perennial, we blow it, Atlanta, Fly- Atlanta Falcons. I'm pretty sure this is Ryan's last year in his contract or nearing it. So, I think this is the perfect scenario where it's like, all right, last year with Ryan. Ryan goes out here and kills it, and he looks like – MVP Matt Ryan. I can't believe I'm even fucking saying that. You remember when that happened? Remember when Matt Ryan won an MVP and almost won a Super Bowl MVP? Oh, man. But let's see if he can go back to MVP Matt Ryan and it was just the fact that we didn't have good help around him and everything. And, you know, if he doesn't, then it's, hey, we got a receiving tight end. We have a top five wide receiver whenever healthy. Uh, and Julio and Calvin Ridley can easily be a top 10 wide receiver if he gets going, you know, and Calvin Ridley looked great last year. So you, it's the safest option. If they would have went Trey Lance or, you know, yeah, if they would have went Trey Lance, I guess, or what? no, Trey Lance went before. If they yeah. would have traded up and got Trey Lance or went Mac or something, that could have easily blown up in their fucking faces a lot worse than I think Kyle Pitts uh, could have. Yeah, okay, I agree. Safer pick. Safer Should pick. T- oh, my God, we still got to talk Rodgers. We do. Let's All do right. That. So uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to be the permanent host of Jeopardy. This is what we're going to talk about. Aaron Rodgers wants to be the host of Jeopardy. You think he'll do a good job as the host? I'm just fucking kidding. Nobody cares about if Aaron Rodgers wants to be the host of Jeopardy or not. He wants to leave Green Bay. He hates the cheeseheads. He says he he he's, wakes up every night in a cold sweat having dreams about the cheeseheads and them calling him bad names. He hates it. He hates it in Green Bay, and he hates his life. He wants to live with his beautiful girlfriend somewhere else. Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay in case you're not getting what I'm saying. My question to Caleb is, that I will answer after he's done, is will Aaron Rodgers be the starting quarterback for Green Bay week one? Yes or no? Well, what's that mean? 
Will he be will, playing? Will he be on the field? Will he be out there taking snaps and pissed off like he's been for the past three years? I don't think he will play. Oh, you're thinking he's going to sit out? Yeah. I think if it gets to that point, he'd retire. But he's still Aaron Rodgers, though. Yeah. He can still go out there, and he's probably better than your quarterback. I mean, there's there's a select few teams that he's not the best quarterback, and, you know, it's not a long list. I I just have a gut. First of all, how do you trade Aaron Rodgers? Like, what do you even get? Like, what do you take back? Like, Matt uh, Stafford uh, got three first-round picks. Yeah, it's like what you got to trade, like, equity of the team. Like, I don't <laughs> even know. I mean, Maybe I get the that Raiders, he's old. The Raiders can trade John Gruden since he owns parts of the, the <laughs> franchise. <laughs> you, well, well, you can trade John Gruden, actually. That's a thing that can happen. But uh, I, I don't know. It, it seems just very murky. And I feel like they won't trade him. I don't know why you would trade him. You should have figured your fucking shit out by now, Packer. Just can you take it? Take it. What are we doing? Wait, wait, wait. Just, wait a second. Wait a second. No, 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 no. I'm disagreeing with you 100%. What the fuck do you mean that it's the Packers' fault? The Packers almost went to the Super Bowl last year. They've done everything to make Aaron Rodgers happy. They drafted Jordan Love last year. That pissed them off. Guess what you did? You went to the fucking Super Bowl. You had added great defense. You have Aaron Jones. You got freaking Devontae Adams. You gave him weapons. He has weapons. He has a good defense and a good head coach. What else do you need to give him? They're terrible at receiver. They're terrible, Devontae and they've Adams? been terrible at receiver. Well, yeah, you got, they, you got, they you got those, him, uh, but they, he's th- they're terrible. The two no-names M- that came out of nowhere. MVS, not great, you know? He, he, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that is hard to please, obviously, and yes. we don't know how much he loves football, but I figure, you know, just take a, take, a, take a page out of the Bengals book. If Aaron Rodgers wants a fucking talented receiver, then take one. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's not that complicated. How do you win the Super Bowl in the NFL? You have a really good defense, and you have a really fucking good quarterback. They have one of those. They have a solid defense. So just make the quarterback happy. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think he plays. And if he does play, he's going to be pouting. You know, we've seen this Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. before. We've the seen past it. Five years. Yeah, he'll be pouting. He'll be throwing shit he'll away. Be so he'll be pissed, winning MVPs. <laughs> horrible body language on the field. You know, I I don't know. I I think he probably holds out because I don't know how you trade him. You you can't trade if you're the Green Bay Packers. You can't trade Aaron Rodgers. There's no justification of it. You trade Aaron Rodgers, and I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing you can receive back that's going to replace a MVP and Super Bowl winning quarterback. You can't do it. But at the same time, I think Aaron Rodgers being a fat bitch. Yeah, per usual. I, yeah, exactly. I mean. So do you think he's playing week one? You think he's just going to pout the whole time? No, I don't? don't think he plays. No. You so you're telling me you think Jordan Love is going to be the starting quarterback week one? I don't know what happens, but if he if 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 he's as committed to this as you know I'm thinking he is, then no, he's not going to play. What should if you are the let we you know I love putting you in these situations where you all of a sudden get the huge pay raise and become a GM somewhere or some shit. You're the GM of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers told you that. He told you to cram it up your ass, basically. 
Damn. What are you doing quarterback options-wise? We haven't seen Jordan Love. We don't know if he's looking good. I mean, Joe Flacco looked good in training camp for the past 10 years, so looking good in training camp doesn't really fucking matter. What are you going to do? Are you just going to throw Jordan Love out there if Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be there? Or are you going to look at uh, other quarterbacks and which quarterbacks would you look at? Well, we're kind of late, right? It's it's a little bit late for that. Well, hey, and guess what else? Aaron Rodgers is a smart man bitching the day of the draft saying he wants to he wants to leave. Is that smart, though? Yeah, he's pissing them off. Just leaving them no time to prepare? If your whole goal is to really piss off somebody and you fucking do that, I think he succeeded. <laughs> so who else is there? It's not just Love. They it's have another just Jordan Love. Jordan Love is their only quarterback under oh. contract right now. That's why they are going and oh. looking at veteran quarterbacks Pain. for OTAs. Because right now, if OTA started now, it would be Jordan Love walking out doing the first, second, and third string <laughs> shit. Pain. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, who's even available? RG3? You got okay. Matt, Matt Barkley. Oh. Alex Smith's kind of retired, but you could give him a shot. Josh oh. McCown, he's always oh. trying to fucking play. Oh. You got a lot of good options. I think Deshaun Kaiser's good? still trying to play. Good? <laughs> JT Barrett. Define uh, good. I'm trying. I'm just going off the top of my head now. Oh, it's pain. Those are veteran I, I quarterbacks. Well, here's the thing. If Pack or if Rogers doesn't play, the Packers suck, right? Like, how do they not suck? They are not making the playoffs. So I mean, unless it, Jordan Love goes freaking Herbert on us and we never see it coming. Well, I don't think they. I don't think. Th- I don't think they love him. Like maybe they. Maybe they that's not either. true. But I don't think they believe he's ready at all. No. Because like we saw what happened with Favre, they were like, "Yeah, yeah Rogers is good, so we're just gonna do this." <laughs> I, I don't think they really knew about Rogers either. Coming out of Cal, he's set. I mean, two, they went years. with him. Yeah, they went with him confidently. Because Favre was they, being a bitch, though. They weren't. They weren't being. They weren't like, "Hey, uh, is RG three still around? Like, can we give him a call?" No, they were like, "Rogers is going to be the guy." You know, we'll see what fucking happens. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I don't think he plays. Maybe it's just hard to even imagine Aaron Rodgers not playing for the Packers. You see the options that and there's teams that he's interested in. There's the Raiders. Yeah, and then Denver and yeah. San Fran, I think. Well, if you make any of those trades, you have to get a QB back. So San Fran makes the most sense, unless oh, they could all really... give him a QB. All those teams could give him a QB back. Hey, you want to trade Aaron Rodgers for Carr straight up? It'd have to be Derek Carr, five first round picks. Your naming rights wife. to your firstborn child. Your wife. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, what do you think? Do you think he's gonna play? I think he's going to play. I think he's just going to be a bitch and pout and be upset. The same thing that he did fucking last season, except he didn't openly say he wanted to not play next year. But he basically was on the borderline of saying, I don't want to play anymore. And guess what he did? He went out, had an MVP season, and they made a playoff run. You know, they just lost. They lost to a better team. That's what happened. If he leaves Green Bay, I don't know another situation out of the fucking teams that he wanted to go to you go to denver bro you're throwing the Cortland sutton that defense is fucking sad who's their running back who uh, royce freeman mm. 
I've always wanted to play with Royce Freeman. If I was an NFL player, I'd want to play with Royce Freeman. Their offensive line's not that good. That team's not that good. And you're playing in the same division as uh, Kansas City. So, <laughs> or, or you can go to the Raiders, who just drafted a guy named Leatherwood in the first round, and it's the fucking Raiders. That's all you need to know about that. And then San Fran, I think, would be the best-case scenario. But they just drafted Trey Lance and have Jimmy G. I don't see them giving away their future. I mean, maybe. Oh, they they give up Jimmy G in a heartbeat. Would you would you get rid of Trey Lance too, or just have him sit behind? Oh yeah, you just sit behind. Rogers is like thirty five. So you're telling me you could have had Kyle Pitts? I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not saying it's happening. No, I'm just saying like think about if they do trade for Aaron Rodgers though, then it's like okay, you drafted a quarterback and just traded for an MVP quarterback. Yeah. With the top three picks. How many that years is on like, his deal? Uh, I think I don't know. I mean, theoretically, they just they just let him walk. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't think he gets traded. I though. feel like this whole podcast is us just not knowing a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely it's true. All up in the air. All up. We in the never air. know. All right, let's talk basketball, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> You're jonesing right now. Uh, so. The play-in tournament is right around the fucking corner. I can't wait. I'm excited for the play-in tournament. LeBron got James. Five games left, people. Five games. T-minus one week. LeBron James absolutely hates it. Can't stand it. Says, whoever came up with this shit needs to be fired. Guess where the Lakers are at in the standings, Caleb? They're in the thick of it, bucko. They're the sixth seed. Yeah, yeah. which is one game away from the play-in tournament. Yep. Uh, and they have the, the tiebreaker against Portland. That's why they have the six seed. But they are tied record-wise with Portland. So they could yep. easily fall into the play on, play-in tournament. We've seen a lot of stuff. I mean, Luka came out uh, a couple months ago and said he didn't like the play-in tournament too. Mark Cuban, he, he backed him up. And now we got LeBron saying that the guy needs to be fired for it. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the play-in tournament? Because I got my own little spiel that I'll probably go on. Well, the playing tournament is probably here to stay. Um, just from an, I'm a part of the NBA. I'm commit. I'm the commissioner of the NBA, right? Just from that standpoint, there's pretty much nothing bad about it. Um, no. It's more high pressure basketball games, um, more meaningful situations, games. national TV. You, you you know, there's not a ton of downfall. It's more teams you get to include in the playoffs. Um, in even the losers uh, that don't make the playoffs or that don't win uh, their playing games, they get to be a part of the lottery. So theoretically, it's good. Uh, a lot of people say it devalues the regular season, which, you know, it really does inherently. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. That's a fair criticism. Um, I think I like it. Uh, I've only had one year experience with it. Um, or have we even? I guess kind of the COVID season. Uh, I they think I like it. Games. Uh, um, I, I mean, last year was weird. The bubble. I mean, the bubble was so much fun. They did it just of, basically so New Orleans made the playoffs and they didn't. Yeah, well, you know, the bubble is so much fun regardless of playing games or not. Uh, I, I think I like it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's gonna stay a while. Uh, LeBron saying it's stupid. He obviously is just fucking pissed off. I, I just, I hate that, like, 
It's LeBron James. So whatever comes out of his mouth, we're just going to talk about in the news cycle for the next two weeks. Exactly. LeBron literally had a mic shoved in his face after he fucking lost a game, and they found out that he, they could be the seventh seed. And he's like, yeah, that shit fucking sucks. That dude should be fired. And then everybody's up. Stephen A. Smith has got a week of fucking content, right? Yeah. It, it really, it doesn't matter. Like, if LeBron doesn't like it, we'll hear about it again. You know, they're, they probably won't even be in it, to be honest. If they just mm-hmm. take care of business and win their fucking games, they probably won't even be in it. So I think I like it. Uh, you know, who doesn't love high-pressure situation playoff basketball, baby? I'm, I I love it, bro. I love every second of it. I lick it up off the ground every last drop. Anyway, Jesus go ahead. <clears throat> All right. Weird. You went from I like it to licking it off the ground. This is one of the best ideas that the NBA has ever had. A play-in turn. You know why? Because teams are actually fucking trying nonstop. You have teams like Chicago, which traded for Vucevic, that have a chance to make the playoffs. You have all this whole... They say the it makes the regular season not meaningful. No, that's false. Chicago, Toronto, these are teams that can make the playoffs still, even though they had a completely shitty first half of their season. And guess what those teams would have done if there was no play on play-in tournament? They would have fucking just tanked. We would have had 10 teams that would have tanked. Now we have 10 teams or 12 teams that think they can hit that 10 spot just to make the play-in tournament. These teams are trying now. We have less and less tanking. That was the main thing that was wrong with the NBA. It's like, oh, four teams can, you know, win the NBA title, and everybody else is just like, hey, fuck it. I don't want to be the eighth seed. Do you want to be the eighth seed? No, I don't want to be the eighth seed. Look at what happened last year in the uh, the COVID season whenever you had a team like Phoenix that went undefeated in the bubble and barely missed the play or barely missed the playoffs. If there was a playing game, they would have been the 10 seed, I'm pretty sure, or the 9 seed, or whatever the fuck it was. They would have made the playoffs, or the play-in tournament. And then you would have had, hey, this team sucked ass for a long time, but guess what? They got it going, they're a better team, and they found something that worked, and they can actually make a playoff run now. And it gives you a reason to make trades. Chicago would have tanked if they weren't if this play-in tournament wasn't a thing. They picked up Vucevic, and they probably would have been going, chipping everybody out. They wouldn't have made the trade for Vucevic, but they're like, you know what? We can make the playoffs now, even though we're completely out of it and not a bad or a pretty bad team. I love the play-in tournament. I think the seeding shit is a little weird. Why is seven and eight playing each other, and nine and ten playing each other, and then nine and ten have to win two games or some shit? I don't like that. I think it should just be seven and ten, nine and eight. And then, yeah, just like a What's normal. What's the reward, the higher seed? So if you win the 7-8 game, you're in. But if you're in the 9-10 game, you win, you have to win again to get in. And then, so like if you lose the 7-8 game, you also have to lose to the 9 or 10 to lose. It's just the reward, the higher seed. Okay. I guess that kind of <laughs> makes sense. I just didn't understand it because the way they kept telling me was bad. But you should have been a teacher, Caleb. You just taught me that. Oh, yeah? And you know, let, me, let me tell you another reason why the playing tournament is going to be great. In the West, we could have potentially have a Golden State, L.A. play-in tournament game. The Lakers, What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, That's amazing. That's awesome. You know what else we could have? Dallas, Golden State. That could happen, too. All these things are possible because of the play-in tournament. Dallas would have to fall out of Exactly. And that would be a play-in tournament game. 
That's like the one and done shit where these guys are trying their hardest. Luca against uh, Dame or Luca against Steph or LeBron against Steph. Like it, it helps these teams too, like Golden State, where it's like they would have been done by now. They would have just been calling a season. Steph probably would have been resting. You know, you're getting more more games that actually mean something and actually are worth a shit. And in the East, I mean, a team like Toronto, which had a horrible first half of their season, they can still make the play-in games and still try to make a run at the playoffs. You know, like that's, I love it. I love it. And I, I think that these players absolutely hate it because they're the ones that are going to be fucking playing in it. Right? You know, you hate that situation. You you don't want to be in the play-in tournament. But as a fan and as yeah. what makes sense, yep. just for like a league standpoint, I think the playing tournament's absolutely amazing. I mostly agree. Uh, I'm just looking at these West matchups. First of all, right now, if the season ended today, you know what the 3-6 matchup would be? The 3-6? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now on my phone. So. LALA, baby. Exactly. Round one. And you know, I hear people getting mad about this. Like, oh, we want this in the conference final. Why the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Why does it matter when You're they play? You're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah. Like, you'll never be happy. You want it round one. You want it round two. You want it round th- You'll never be happy. Just watch it. Okay? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> four or five, Denver, Dallas. Can we Are talk about me? how Dallas was not going to be ma- making the playoffs for, like, a lot of the season, and now they're a five seed? Uh, they've floated around seven or eight. They just turned it up a little bit lately. I mean, Dallas is Dallas. They got Luka. Kristaps. Uh, and even even the two like if Portland so right now the seven eight game is uh, Golden State Portland that's huge. I don't think the Warriors win, but if I don't they know. if they do, it, you know it's a playing game. Anything could happen. But if exactly. we got Portland, if we got Portland Phoenix round one, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty Fuck lit. Yes. Like that'd be cool. And so would Phoenix Golden State to be honest. Um, and Does Utah versus just carrying it. Yeah, and if if you get Utah versus Memphis, like that would be insane too. But uh, and then in the East, you got Indiana, Washington. Washington's turned up a little bit. They're still five games under, but um, Beal and Westbrook have been playing well. They they were on fire. Like I think they won like eight games in a row or something. So they were on fire. Uh, seven eight right now is Miami, Charlotte. Um, the Celtics. If I had to guess, I'm assuming the Celtics are going to end up in a play-in, and I'm assuming they'll lose because I'm just automatically, like, right now they're at the six, and they're facing uh, Milwaukee in round one. So that's a five-game series. Probably a sweep, to, to be honest. This night, uh, so. Yeah, they're down they're 20 down to the 20. Bulls right now, yeah. um, who are also fighting to make the playoffs. So that would be interesting. Um, but, yeah, Knicks-Atlanta in the east, that's the 4-5 right now. And then Brooklyn would get the winner of one of the playing games. So, you know, if we got Brooklyn-Miami, that would be that would be pretty sick. Um, but I'm excited, yeah, man. That would be really sick. I didn't even think about that. See, this is why the play-in's great. You get all these potential matchups that could happen. This is or, an, an, and, and Charlotte's the eight right now, so we got LaMelo in a play-in. Like, it's yeah. just there's not a lot of downside to it. So no. um, it's good. I agree it's good. Oh, man. I, I, what else we got basketball-wise? Do we talk about Zion? Uh, Zion got knocked out. Yeah, we're, he's we're out at about an season. hour right now. Are we? Yeah, we can wrap it up. 
We don't got to wrap it. I'm just saying, like, no, you know. No, we, we always wrap it. Zion's hurt. He broke his ring finger. They're in the 11 spot. They're probably fucked. You know, yeah. there's that one. Uh, yeah. Mello, Carmelo Anthony, top 10 scorer of all time. Yeah. Shout out to Carmelo, man. I I've, I love Mello, man. I've always loved watching Mello. Nuggets Mello, Knicks Mello. I, I Knicks love watching Knicks Mello was Carmelo. my favorite. Yeah. I love I, Knicks Mello. I did enjoy watching him in the garden just making Even though nuts. he he was the only guy that hated Lynn Sanity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think he's come a long way from that. But he's the only guy in the top ten of NBA scoring that doesn't have a ring or an MVP. That's crazy. That's, and you were saying a- – you. You couldn't believe he didn't ever want MVP. Well, he played with Kobe and LeBron. Like, yeah, I mean, and his just, team. I mean, who was his second best player he ever played with? Amari Stoudemire. I mean, Amari had one good year in New York. I mean, you asked the question. I know, I know. Answer. I didn't know if you were saying like, "Oh, Amari was good." Like, no, like he was good one Jeremy year. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> I, I guess we're summing up Melo's legacy right there. <laughs> Pablo you know what, Prigioni. You know what else sums it up? The fact that he could have went to De- De- uh, Detroit his first season. Yeah. He, he also could have teamed up with the big three. But he said, I want the bag. I went to New York. <laughs> Which I fucking respect. Guess yeah. who got the bag? And guess who's still revitalizing his career in Portland? He's doing great in Portland. I yeah, love Melo in Portland. Could have won a ship, though. Yeah. But you know what? You don't need a cheap ship. You don't need it. Cheap? You don't need There's no such thing ship. as a cheap ship, bro. Bullshit. Jason Kidd. <laughs> There's not, bro. You, Jason you, Kidd. That's, I mean. Jason fucking Kidd. J.J. Barea played better than Jason Kidd. Okay, but. That's not, that's a cheap ship. That's not ship. the same. That's a Mello cheap was in the Mello was in his prime. He yeah, would have scored 20 a game I'm in the playoffs. I'm talking about now. Now, if you wanted to. Ring chase. Well, he's still good, like you just said. Yeah, he should I ring think chase. He could be. I, I fully I, I endorse Carmelo Anthony ring chasing. Go to the Lakers. I, I fully endorse him, and I fully endorse Chris Paul because I think Chris Paul still got another extra gear. Well, Chris Paul, like I mean, he's, he's just, making teams better. He yeah. made the Phoenix Suns, which I said on this podcast might be the worst <laughs> franchise in NBA history. They're a fucking two seed. Yeah. Or yeah. are they still two seed? Yeah, they are. Yeah, there are two seats still. That's insane. Yeah. They were the one. Devin Booker's <laughs> in all NBA conversations. Yeah. People don't hate DeAndre Ayton anymore for taking roids. He's actually getting some uh, MVP buzz. Chris Paul. Oh. Chris Paul. I thought from, you were saying uh, Ayton. I was like, from, no chance in hell. You know Nick Wright? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so he's saying Jokic shouldn't win MVP because he is not better than anyone in the last 50 years that's won MVP besides Derrick Rose. That's, that's his case. The, that's not how the MVP that's, works. Makes zero fucking sense. It makes no sense. And also, he <laughs> might be the greatest passing center of all time. I think he yeah. already is. I can't yeah, even he, name another one. He thinks Chris Paul should win. Nick Wright does. Well, Nick Wright also said after Mahomes won one fucking title, he was the greatest quarterback of all time. So maybe yeah, Nick Wright... They should drug test over at FS1. Nick Wright's doing his job. Yeah, Nick He's Wright, that's job. what you do. Hey, me and you, we just come out with good fire takes. You know why? Because we give ourselves time to think about stuff. We don't have to force anything out. We're not on any uh, schedule. You know, we get to do it at our own pace. That's why our shit's always right. 
Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Always right. right. Always right. I, I don't know if there's two podcasters on the earth who have been more wrong. True. <laughs> Remember when I said Mello was going to work out and where, where, where did he go that he did horrible? The Rockets, bro. The he played Rockets. 10 games. I was going to say OKC, but no, it was, it was Houston. He did so, so gonna... fucking bad. Yeah, I said Josh Rosen was better than Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, and Sam hey, I was a, I was a Rosen guy, too. I took Aiden over Luka. Yeah, you did. Uh, okay. I tried to All talk right. you out of that one, to be fair. Yeah, you, everybody everybody did, but you know whenever I get going, you can't <laughs> – like, the world could be ended, but I'll be like, if I don't think it is. It's not. It's not. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you got a final thought? Uh, yeah. Do you have a good one, a specially good one? Uh, I just have a request. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just get mine out real quick. Uh, Albert Pujols was released from the Angels. Um, Albert Pujols is probably my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, Albert Pujols, please come to the Cardinals. Please. Please. I know you want to play. Listen, I get it. I really do get it. You want to play. You're you're 40. You're at the tail end. You're trying trying to get the 700. I get it. I get it. Come to the Cardinals. Play first base once a month. Pinch hit whenever we need you to pinch hit. And teach some of these fucking guys how to hit. Yeah. Please. Please come to the call. I'm I'm literally begging you. I'm literally begging you. Albert Pools, please come to the Cardinals. John Zalock, I know you've already called. I know you oh, have. Oh, yes. Keep calling, okay? Okay, Johnny? Keep calling. The Cardinals, I, I have never been. This, this is the first time in years that I've been an optimistic Cardinal fan. I am very optimistic about the team and their projection on the year and what they can accomplish because of guys like Paul Goldschmidt, Norman Arenado, you know, the guys. Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, we're still getting them out. Uh, the bullpen Harrison is incredible. Bader. Harrison Bader hit a home run today. He did. He, he's back in center field. I, here's the thing about O'Neal Bader. O'Neal looks great. Very quickly about Bader. I've always been okay with Bader sucking as long as he can just bat ninth and just be a stud in center field. So, like, he can hit 210. I don't care. Just win a gold glove out there. But we got to have other guys that can hit. So, please, bring in Albert Pools. There's not a lot of downside. You want to pay him anything. And it's in St. Louis. He'd literally get a standing ovation every time we saw his face. Oh, hell yeah. Just please bring him in. Please. Hopefully they try. I'm on your boat for that. Uh, my final thought, I don't watch Hard Knocks. I don't. The the little... Mistake. Yeah. I, I mean, I did the Cleveland year. That was pretty fun. Incredible year. That was The Cleveland year. year. That's probably my favorite year. That was fun. The Cleveland year. What was the Antonio Brown one? That was Oak... Or were they Oakland by then? That was Oakland, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, year Yeah, because I remember the beginning of that one, John Gruden, he had like this legendary speech. He's like... Uh, I don't even remember what he said, but I have it saved in my phone. The opening oh, scene of Hard Knocks, because it was like he just he just went off. I was like, "Oh shit, John Gruden's going in." Have they announced <laughs> who they're doing Hard Knocks on this year? No, uh, Andrew, my cousin, told me the teams the other day, and I forgot what they are. Well, there's one team I want to fucking see. Okay, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Think about it: Trevor yeah. Lawrence, Urban Meyer. And Tim Tebow, potentially? No, Tim Tebow. On top of the fact you got Gardner Minshew still there? You got so many characters? This is good shit! 
Give me Hard Knocks Jacksonville. I want to see how bad of a head coach Urban Meyer is whenever he has to coach in the NFL. I want to see Trevor Lawrence struggle because maybe he wasn't as good as Justin Fields. And I want to see fucking Tim Tebow trying to spread religion on guys that don't give a <laughs> shit. That's what I want to see. That's quality content. I want to see Tim Tebow praying and grabbing dudes' hands and some dudes that might have got suspended a couple games try to beat his ass. I want to see it. I, I'm all for Hard Knocks Jacksonville, and that's that's how I'm selling it. Okay. I think one of the teams is Arizona. I think one of the teams was the New York Giants. No. Oh, There was my a couple God. others. I think there was three others. The fucking Arizona Giants. would be interesting. You, you, what, the, the, the Daniel Jones and Judge? No, no, no. I'm out on Saquon? that. Arizona yeah, would be interesting. That. I guarantee you – Daniel Jones only does missionary. That guy's the most boring quarterback <laughs> oh, I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Doing Danny Dimes like that. Danny Dimes is doing Danny, Danny Dimes one can position. mix it up in the sack. No, he can't. Yeah, he, can't, he can. He can't even mix it up in the fucking pocket. He leads the league in intercept <laughs> or in uh, fumbles every year. He gets out on his feet though. He scrambles. Daniel Jones has more fumbles in his career than games played. That is a <laughs> actual stat. Daniel Jones is not doing anything other than missionary so he doesn't fumble the bag. Oh, man. Danny's catching a stray for no reason. Oh, well, guess Shout what? Shout he's going to he's, he's be catching a freaking free agency here in a little bit after he gets booted. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Right. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. We don't do a good enough job of thanking you. So I know. If you flip on this podcast and you listen, thank you. We both appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. We like doing it. That's pretty much the only reason why we're doing it at this point. Uh, it's fun. Uh, if you have any feedback, disagree with us, whatever, tweet at us. We highly encourage it, especially Please. if you want to call us dumb. Like, just Please. Tweet at us. It oh, that's matter. my favorite. Call Make me fun stupid. of us. It doesn't matter. I don't even care. Tweet at us. Uh, and yeah, spread the word. Spread it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.